Welcome to our study of the Bible here on the Radio Bible Course. We have been discussing the authorship of Moses. Did Paul the Apostle really believe that Moses wrote those first five books of the Bible? And does it really matter? I have pointed out that many scholars in our mainline seminaries do not believe in the Mosaic authorship of the books known as the Pentateuch, the first five books of the Old Testament, which all the Jews believe Moses had written. Does it matter if Paul believed it or not? Yes, it does, because if Paul was wrong about Moses, how can we trust him concerning the gospel and his letters to the churches? And can we have confidence in him concerning the resurrection of Christ and our resurrection? Paul is the one who gives us most of our knowledge about the Church of Jesus Christ. He's the one who teaches us most about the gifts of the Spirit to the Church. We would have very little knowledge about the Church if it had not been for those 13 epistles of the Apostle Paul. In last week's program, I pointed out that in Romans chapter 9, Paul declared that God spoke through Moses. That's in verses 14 and 15. And he quotes from a passage of Exodus, Exodus 33, verse 19. And then in Romans 9:17, he wrote this, For the scripture says to Pharaoh, I have raised you up for the very purpose of showing my power in you, so that my name may be proclaimed in all the earth. Paul refers to that as scripture, and he said it was said to Pharaoh, but in the book of Exodus, we find God telling that to Moses. You see, Paul believed that God spoke to Moses, and since what Moses wrote and spoke about Pharaoh was given by God, and he therefore properly calls it Scripture. Scripture means the holy writings of old. The Jews believed they came from God. Jesus believed they came from God, and so did Paul. The reference in Romans chapter 9 is to the book of Exodus. But now listen to Romans chapter 10. In verse 5, Paul writes, Moses writes that the man who practices the righteousness, which is based on the law, shall live by it. But the righteousness based on faith says, Do not say in your heart, Who will ascend into heaven, that is, to bring Christ down, or who will descend into the abyss, that is, to bring Christ up from the dead? But what does it say? The word is near you, on your lips and in your heart, that is, the word of faith, which we preach. In verse 5 of that passage, where Paul said, Moses writes that the man who practices the righteousness which is based on the law shall live by it, he here is referring to the book of Leviticus, Chapter 18, verse 5. He is telling us that Moses wrote the book of Leviticus. And in the remainder of that passage, he quotes from Deuteronomy chapter 30, when he says, But what does it say? The word is near you, on your lips and in your heart. That is the word of faith which we preach. So he believed Moses wrote the book of Deuteronomy also. And then in verse 19, of Romans 10, Paul writes this, Again I ask, 
Did Israel not understand? First Moses says, I will make you jealous of those who are not a nation. With a foolish nation, I will make you angry. He's quoting from Moses. And from which book? From Deuteronomy, chapter 32, verse 21. And what did he say? Did not Israel understand? First Moses says. Now, if Moses didn't say that, then Paul was very mistaken. Can we believe the Apostle Paul? Well, Paul tells us that Moses wrote those books. Here, in Romans chapter 10, he refers to three of the five books of Moses. Can we believe Paul? Was he in error about Moses? Can you be certain about salvation, then, if Paul was wrong? Can you be certain of the resurrection and the return of Jesus Christ for the saints, which Paul in his epistles has taught us? If he was wrong in one thing, he may be wrong in another. We must then, if we are going to be students of the Bible, accept the Apostle Paul's teaching here that Moses said it and Moses wrote it. Moses, therefore, is the author of those first five books of the Bible. No one except the self-deceived can read the New Testament without concluding with the deepest conviction that the books of Moses are both authentic and credible to the apostles and to our Lord. Everything they said attests to this belief, and they say nothing to cause us to believe otherwise. There is still another kind of evidence. Why would the Jewish people impose on themselves such a burdensome code of laws that would curb their passions and control their corrupt natures if they were not convinced that these were given by divine authority? How can it be that one nation rises with knowledge of God when all those surrounding nations were either pagans or polytheistic? If their scriptures were not from God, they certainly would have become like other nations in worshiping many gods and would have abandoned the laws of Judaism. But they had evidence that God had given them his word. And what's the evidence? The many miracles of the God of Israel through his prophets. The people saw them, and they were convinced. In addition, the prophets were tested. This made the Jew sure of the words of the prophet. They knew that these men were speaking for God because how could they otherwise have prophesied the things they did, things which came to pass literally. The academic theory, which is so popular in our seminaries and universities, especially among those who teach religion courses, that says Moses did not write these books, but they were ascribed to him by the Jews so that the people would accept them. Now, why would these people ever want to accept those teachings in the law books? Why would they impose such a burden on themselves if they were not convinced that God had spoken and that Moses had written this entire law? It doesn't make sense. Would you allow someone to put you under the great burden of the law if you didn't believe that it came from God through Moses? Think about the Sabbath day alone. They couldn't work. And 
They were stoned to death as a penalty for breaking the Sabbath. They were stoned for adultery. There were certain foods they could not eat. There were travel restrictions on the Sabbath day. There were over 600 laws which these Jews were obligated to keep. And only a Jew who believed that they had come from God would have endured them. And Peter even referred to the law as a great burden which neither he nor his fathers were able to keep. He said that in the discussion about circumcision which was being imposed on Gentile believers in Acts chapter 15. The apostles and elders gathered together to consider this matter. And after there had been much debate, Peter rose and said to them, Brethren, you know that in the early days God made choice among you, that by my mouth the Gentiles should hear the word of the gospel and believe. And God, who knows the heart, bore witness to them, giving them the Holy Spirit, just as he did to us. And he made no distinction between us and them, but cleansed their hearts by faith. Now, therefore, why do you make trial of God by putting a yoke upon the neck of the disciples which neither our fathers nor we have been able to bear? There he said it. He recognized that the law was a great burden. And the only reason the Jews kept those laws or tried to keep those laws and live by the law code of Moses was because they were utterly convinced from the very early days that God had spoken through Moses and Moses gave them the law. Now I need to point out that not all scholars deny that Moses wrote those first five books. There are good scholars, reputable scholars, authors of books which are used in our seminaries who do believe in the authority of the Bible, and that Moses wrote those first five books. I recall my early days on the LSU staff. One of the very first distinguished professors at LSU was Dr. Eric Vogelin. I learned that Dr. Vogelin was going to give a talk on Moses and the law. Well, because I had been at seminary and I had learned about how many people opposed the Mosaic authorship of the Pentateuch, I decided to interview Dr. Vogelin. And as a young graduate student, I went to him and said, Dr. Vogelin, do you believe that Moses wrote the first five books of the Bible? And he said, Mr. Kalavoda, I am a scholar, not a jackass. The Bible says Moses wrote it, and the Bible is history. A scholar must use the historic sources that he has. And since the historic sources tell us that Moses wrote it, and there are no historic sources that he did not write it, of course I believe that Moses wrote the first five books of the Bible. Well, I was astonished to find a man a man with a national reputation as a scholar who believed that Moses wrote the first five books of the Bible. And at this point you might be asking, well, what difference does it make? We have the New Testament, and whether Moses wrote it or not is not too important. It is important because Jesus said he wrote it, 
Paul said he wrote it, Peter referred to the books of Moses, and if these men were not true, then we cannot trust them. The Christian faith does rest on the truth of the Old Testament. If we find anything in the Bible that is not true, that raises serious questions about the entire Bible, and our faith then is in jeopardy. The apostles preached what the Old Testament had taught. When they presented the gospel to people, they supported it with Old Testament passages and told those Jews to whom they preached that the prophets had said these very things. And now it has been fulfilled, they said. From time to time, people write and ask if what they are hearing on radio is available on cassette tape. The answer is yes. We've had the authority of the Bible on six tapes which are available for your purchase. Information about some 25 short courses on cassette tape is listed in our teaching tapes brochure. You can get a copy of that and it will tell you how you can purchase any of these teaching tapes. Write to the Radio Bible Course and ask for our teaching tapes brochure. We have teaching tapes on most of the New Testament epistles as well as these courses. Understanding the New Testament, Baptisms of the Bible, Gifts of the Spirit, Marriage and Divorce, Principles of Evangelism, Principles of Bible Interpretation, and Understanding Prayer. Until tomorrow, this is Nick Calavota reminding you that the word gospel means good news. Our address is Radio Bible Courses, Post Office Box 14916, Baton Rouge, Louisiana, 70898. The website is rbcword.org.